Girl bosses, that's right. We're back for another amazing week of Girl Boss right here on AfterBuzz TV. And this week, my co-host and I are going to be talking about the mother effing bar graphs and vintage fashion forums. So all that and more this week on Girl Boss. You're tuning into the destination for TV superfan discussion, AfterBuzz TV. And now, let the buzz begin. Hey. Me too. I just don't like the die fast part. I know. The die fast. <laughs> I don't, don't want to die fast, you know? I want to enjoy this life. I want to enjoy everything that comes with it. And that's exactly what we're doing right here today. We're enjoying everything that comes with being a girl boss and more. And Sophia is showing us just how to do just that. She's doing the daggone thing, She's doing her thing. And guess what? We're doing our thing every (laughs) single week. As you know, I'm your host, Miss Candy Marie. And you can find me on Instagram at Miss Candy Marie and on Twitter at Sweet TV. And I'm Dominique Sarita. And you can buzz me on Instagram and Twitter at Dominique Sarita. And today, Ms. Mina is not here with us today, but she's definitely here live in the spirit. And we have a special, special, special host, Miss Elizabeth, who's joining us on Skype. Yes, all the way from Chicago. <laughs> hey, girl. Oh, how I miss my girl bosses. Yes. Everybody, if you want to find me, you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Dinner Party CHGO. And I have some great interviews with Kevin Spacey and Jeremy Piven just up. So you can check that out on dinnerparty.tv. I love it. Check her out. Check now that's how you do your thing as a girl boss absolutely i agree yes so we've got some amazing episodes to talk about this week sophia always takes us on so many different journeys and this week is no different it's not it's not but (laughs) before we do that as you know we have a very special thing that we do here on our show called the girl boss mantra Mantra. yes and this is the (laughs) opportunity where we can pay homage to other girl bosses that are doing their damn thing around the world so miss dominique who's your girl boss mantra you want to hear mine yes darling all right so actually mine's come from miss the one and only miss angela maya Yes. Um, I'm sorry, Ms. Maya Angelo, girl. Maya I'm tied up in here. Ms. <laughs> Maya Angelo. And it goes My mission in life is not merely to survive, but to thrive. And to do so with some passion, some compassion, mm. some humor, and some style. And she also goes on to say Success is liking yourself, it's liking what you do, and liking how you do it. I love and it. I just love that so much because, um, it is. In the essence of whatever you want to do in life, you want to do it with grace. You want mm-hmm. to do it with style. You want to do it with some mm-hmm. charisma because it's going to make you original. You know, nobody can't do it yes. like how you can. I love Dominique. it. And then I also love the fact that she said success is liking what you do and liking mm-hmm. how you do it. And it goes more until I actually um, was thinking about Sophia in episode 10. We're going to get into that later. But how she is coming up to success. But is she necessarily liking what she's doing and mm-hmm. how she's treating people? That's something for us to talk about later yes, on. Yes, girl, we're going to get into you, that. What about you, Ms. Elizabeth? What's your girl boss mantra today? Well, first of all, girl boss Dominique, I love that you said Maya Angelou because I think that she is a mentor for all women yes. of all ages yes. till the end of time. I mean, you really couldn't find a better example of someone who moves through the world with, with grace, with strength, yes. with, with creativity, Absolutely. with intelligence. So I'm, I'm thrilled that you brought her to light. And she also has one of my very favorite quotes. I'll just riff on this a bit. When people show you who they are, believe them. Yes. And that's Angelou. And she's just such a stellar woman. 
So I would say that my girl boss mantra <laughs> shout out this week is to a rough and tumble kind of chick that I really love, Angelina Jolie. Oh, and yes, I, I love her. And, and her, you know, I, I run the world my way and it's my life and I run it the way I want, not how other people want me to run it, but the way I want to run it. So the quote I have from her is, if I make a fool of myself, who cares? Mm. I'm not frightened by anyone's perception of me. So I, I love that she's just fierce about yes. living her life and making the most out of it. And I also love that stereotypically you might say, she's hot, she's sexy, she's kind of tells it like it is. So you might not put her in the philanthropy category, mm -hmm. but she does. Yeah. She does a lot of really good work with children, and I love that she kind of makes that a priority in her life, and so she's a much more well-rounded person that you might just see on the screen. So she's my total girl boss shout out and rock star you, Angelina. Yes, Angelina yes. Jolie. I just want to say <laughs> that fearless. you. I love it. Oh my gosh, you ladies always come with such great girl boss mantras every <laughs> single week, and I'm like, man, how am I supposed to like, ah, uh, like, <laughs> What am I supposed to do with that? Inspiration. I love it. I love it. Well, uh, you know, Maya Angelou and, and Angelina Jolie, I agree, are two very badass women. And I think definitely today, as women step into leadership more and more and more, mm -hmm. we need to see more and more women yeah. with that, uh, you know, just that everything that, that those two women have to offer because they've heavily impacted the ladies in our community yeah. so much. And, and we all know that the ladies in our community, ex especially during this time of year, um, you know, we've got so many things going on, so many things that our young ladies are up against. And unfortunately, I have to, to take the Girl Boss mantra, you know, to, to a different direction because we recently had a very tragic event that occurred uh, yesterday evening. Um, if, if you didn't know, there was a terrorist attack in yeah. uh, Manchester, England yesterday where 22 people lost their lives. Um, unfortunately, there were young girls, um, young children, young yeah. families that are enjoying the Ariana Grande concert, and unfortunately, a uh, a bomber at 22 years old. Um, he he, the, the the bomb went off and, and killed 22 people. Um, but but that's not what I want to highlight right now. What I really really want to highlight are the amazing people all over the world that are sending positive words of encouragement, mm -hmm. strangers, yeah. uh, friends, and family members that are standing up and supporting all of the victims and and not only the victims but also Ariana Grande. So I want to shout out all of you girl bosses around the world that have stopped to send positive words of encourage encouragement and messages and and I want to read some of these messages out loud because when I when I saw them myself I was just like wow you know wow. that's how you come together you know what we can't do is we can never bring back the people that that lost their lives but what we can do is stand and support them and their families um, they sent positive words of encouragement uh, we love you we're with you um, you know, we are one, uh, yes, yes. Manchester, you know, we love you forever. Um, there are many celebrities that got involved um, that sent words of encouragement to Ariana Grande and her fans. And just everybody that had something to say, please, we just want to say thank you and just to continue to send, uh, you know, words of encouragement and love and support. And on behalf of the After Girl Buzz. Boss After Buzz show, we want to tell you that we love you and that we're here for you as well. And we're sending much healing and light towards your way. Sure. Yes, yeah. yes. And our love goes out to you and all the families. Yeah. Yes. Now, um, ladies. Yes. 
Episode 9, oh, Girl Boss, talks about that mother effing bar graph. <laughs> now, what did you think about this episode? I love this episode because you actually get to see the growing of Nasty Girl. This business is really booming. It's taken off. It's growing so much that she can no longer live in her house and work in the same workspace. Mm-hmm. So something got to go. Something got to go. Something got to go. And in this case, she needs new office space. So we actually see her, you know, going out and trying to find that. I thought I love yes. it. Because it's so relatable. A lot of startup companies that are, especially coming from young women, young men, they do everything in their house. And they reach a point where they can't do it both. And you you see this happening. And I love it. Yeah, yeah. And it was really, really crazy because we're, you know, we're so used to seeing uh, Sophia's apartment looking disarray and so unorganized and so all over the place. But again, like I said last week and, and in the past few weeks, it's really interesting to see her character uh, grow and mature. Mm-hmm. You know, and for her to step up and say, you know what, I need office space Please. rather than trying to operate out of her Mm -hmm. dysfunctional (laughs) apartment again I think it also shows that she's growing up and she's really turning into a businesswoman yeah she's trying her best yes I I really feel like she's trying and she's meeting some obstacles along the way with the whole credit and everything Mm -hmm. but she's trying girl help her but she trying yes so Miss Elizabeth (laughs) what did you think well so of course I'd love the episode and I can see that she's trying but I think she is she just strikes me as so immature, and I'm always amazed at just how immature she is. So she goes in, and she's trying to rent the apartment, and he's like, can I help you? And she's like, who wants an apartment? I do. I mean, she's like doing a, a cheerleading thing. And so it's no wonder the guy's completely baffled by her and doesn't take her seriously. So there's this double standard where she wants to be as goofy as she wants to be, and then she's wondering why no one takes her seriously. So I think that the amount of growing up she still has to do well, is quite remarkable. Don't forget that she's That's... still 23 years old. Well, yeah. She's young. <laughs> she's a baby. Hold on, but she's a baby. how many times, girls, like, when you're in a situation like that, I know sometimes that may happen to you guys and you're thinking it, but you just don't say it out loud. She's the type of person that says it out loud. Right. And she has her movements to go with it, so it's actually really funny. Right. But it, it, it can be immature, but actually It is. I mean, you know what? It's it funny. is immature. That's just Sophia's character, but we cannot forget, this is this 23-year-old girl who never had money like this. She has- All of these things are first for her. So, like, how would she, how would you expect her to act you know, like any other 23-year-old that just recently came into money? Yeah. Like, what, what do you expect? I actually well, thought it was... So I, I did expect that she would kind of keep it together. She still doesn't have... And this might be her ADHD, and so I'm glad that... <laughs> it is. Is. I think it is. I think it is. It was character. But I, I am waiting for her to get the skill of reading people a little better. Mm-hmm. You know, she, she still has trouble holding on to her emotions, and she just slams people when she wants to because that's her first gut reaction and that's what she does. So I'm I'm waiting for her to kind of read situations a little better. And what I liked about this episode was that this experience with her father is really helping her learn that skill, right? Mm-hmm. So life throws things at you. Life throws you curveballs. And that's how you learn. So it's not that we mess up. It's how we get up after we've messed up. So here, you know, she's got that setback with her father, which I'm sure we'll talk about in a little bit, uh, but she comes back swinging, and that's where I think we see the growth. 
Yes, yeah. and I'm so glad that you brought up her father because you're right. This was a very important mm-hmm. part of the season because we finally started to see her put herself in a position where her father can take her seriously. Yeah. And Lord knows this man has not taken her seriously, seriously at all. But she tried her best. She dressed season. up for her dinner. She yes. brought her little boyfriend as a But she did a good she, job, she though. She had she, a little portfolio business plan, though. She had a she business was plan. Shout out to Dex for helping her because you know she couldn't do it. Yes. She, 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 he helped her. But it was so funny. She was prepared. Like She was really like going to like a investor like seeking an investor or something mm-hmm. like she had a little portfolio and this everything is, this business decision can affect her for the rest of her career it can it really can and I was just proud of her for asking for help because so many times you don't want to ask for help even especially if you really need it yeah especially Sophia you know she don't want to ask for nobody's mm-hmm. help no um, so for her to go to her dad and actually ask and her dad was actually you know wanting to help her right and then we see how that turns out but I also thought it was really funny I like how they highlighted the fact that although she may have the money to buy the office space she didn't have the credit and that's a situation that all young adults go through like we may have we may have credit but we don't have the money or we may have money but we don't have the credit so shoot I needed credit the other day when I was trying to get my apartment (laughs) so (laughs) I understand you girl right 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 because Lord knows I've been terrified of credit and credit cards and all that other stuff since forever because sometimes we think it represents something bad but not not, not necessarily Mm -hmm. you know when you're trying to grow and create credit and start businesses and things like that and speaking of which you know she did a really great job with the pitch when she did pitch her father but unfortunately it didn't necessarily go in the direction that she Mm -hmm. wanted to go we find her getting angry at her father and saying that her father obviously doesn't believe in her you know she feels like you know what he didn't believe in me enough to put the building in her name and it's because she felt like that and that's what she thinks of course she always thinks the negative first I don't know. I think she should have been appreciative that he was even willing to co-sign for her. Mm -hmm. Because realistically speaking, like he said, credit is a big thing. Like that's, I have my assets and my business and my money and my savings account. If you blow this, you blowing this for me too. So... I, I I mean, what you think, Elizabeth? Would you what, what, would you get mad if that was the case? Okay, so, so a couple things here. First of all, there's so very few positive things about getting older, but credit is one of them. <laughs> so we older we have good credit because you've just been around longer. So uh, there's always that, which is kind of fun. I felt deeply saddened by this, and so I thought, okay, now I get why she's so angry with her father. You know, her father's obviously working. He's in a big, fancy building. He's doing well for himself. She's only asking for a six-month lease. That's not that much money. That's not that much risk. I was really surprised that he couldn't just go with it after the presentation she made. Mm -hmm. You know, it's not like she was waltzing in in ripped jeans and being like, Dad, give me money. She was like, this is what I'm doing. And, And he couldn't really share in that joy. I mean, she's tried to tell him now so many times. So now I know why she's mad at him. She's tried to tell him so many times, I'm doing something on eBay. I'm one of the best eBay sellers. I turn around clothes. In many different episodes, she's tried to tell him in various ways that she's starting a business that's going well, and she can't quite get that across to him. And that is really, it's just heartbreaking to me. And that he doesn't just go with her and says like, sure, I'll I'll co-sign for six months. You know, I'll do a trial period, not for three years, but I'll... I'll back you for a little bit. All he has to do is co-sign. I mean, she said she has three months upfront cash. Yeah. So really, he's only risking three more months. Uh, yeah, it was, but, uh, I mean, but you know what else we have to also remember is that 
her father is so used to this irresponsible, yeah. mm-hmm. childish yep. Sophia. He's never seen her taking herself yep. seriously at all. This yep. is the very first time she's ever stepped mm-hmm. up to the plate. She knows her. She knows her stuff. Her pitch was on point. She knows her numbers, yep. and he's probably in shock. Like, I'm, like who is this girl? Yep. Like, should I really take her seriously? Is this going to be consistent? You know, like you're jeopardizing my savings. Yep. You're jeopardizing everything if I were to put my name on the line. So why should I do it? And he's helping her. He just not going as far as putting her name on it. Like, exactly. he's still helping her. But I, I just want to say this really, really quick. I love the fact that she stated that the reason why her credit is messed up is due to an old Victoria's Secret credit card that she bought a while back, which I thought was really funny because when you're young and you shop a lot, the first thing any, whether it's Macy's, Nordstrom's, they always want you to get a credit card. You know, this can help you build your credit. And although it may can help you build your credit, a 16, 17-year-old, all the way to 21, what we don't know how that, that? works, okay? <laughs> We're make that thing go sky high, okay? So I like the fact that she's touching bases on that because it teaches us how to learn to build our credit and to just wake us up as young adults. Like, hey, this is going to affect you in the future. Mm-hmm. Don't mess up with credit cards when someone gives it to you. I, I love that. Right, right, so right. Messing up and learning from that. What I loved about this is, you know, sometimes when things go negative, there's a positive to come out of it, even yep. though you can't see that. And so the positive from her dad not backing her, or at least not backing her in the way she wanted, she and Annie have this great mm. conversation about, Girls have to do it twice as hard. They have to work twice as hard. And we don't have to take this anymore. We're going to go our own way. And that becomes a very empowering scene. She kind of kicks the door in. She meets this groovy landlord that gets her. And she and Annie have this, like, girls rocket mm-hmm. all the way to the bank kind of moment. And I loved it. Yes. And speaking of the whole girls rocket thing, the message that I really uh, heard a lot throughout this episode was girls don't have to prove anything to men. Yeah. We saw yeah. a lot of the contrast between how men are treated and how women are treated. Like, for example, when, when she meets this a guy to get this office space he says you look like a little girl you know like and he just doesn't take her seriously like there are so many different examples so it was really really cool to see the whole girls coming together the girl power type thing and um, that's something that I feel like we we're, we're really starting to see consistently more in these episodes I got an extra question have that ever happened to you before as a girl boss absolutely that- listen to me absolutely especially especially being in the entertainment industry yeah. a lot of the people that are in leadership roles are men mm-hmm. You know, even being in the tech space that my company's in, yeah. you don't meet a lot of women. And then on top of that, you're an attractive woman. Yeah. On top of that, you're an educated, attracted, yes. attractive woman. You gotta know who you like, are. Like, exactly. You gotta know it. <laughs> and, you, you know, the first thing is... is the, all people typically see is just your outer exterior yeah, first. True. You know, especially when you have this nice stature about yeah. yourself and you walk with your head held <laughs> high. <laughs> you know, those are some of the things that you're going to encounter, but you have to make them respect you. Yeah. And I think that that is what we saw Sophia's character trying mm-hmm. to do with her father as well as with this landlord for this office space. Sophia, Sophia, Sophia. Sophia, Sophia. But, but she got her office space. <laughs> She's carrying the girl torch, you know? And she when is. he says to her, the, the landlord, the, the kind of schmucky one, when he says, well, you look like a little girl. And she's like, well, what's the harm in that? Like, what's the problem with that? Yeah, she's And what it. is the problem with that? And I think, like Candy says, uh, girl boss Candy, it happens <laughs> all the time, today, just as much as ever. I still encounter it all the time. I'm sure you two beautiful, smart women do as well. And it's annoying. And that's that, so that annoying. Can I swear on this show? Yeah. 
That shit's gotta end. It's gotta end. Yes. And you know what else has to end? Haters. And we saw yes. a lot of haters in episode 10 oh. with the vintage fashion forum because that's all that they are. Gail and the rest of her little posse. They were just like nothing but haters. haters though. Like, Jealous. I'm just like, y'all are so out of... First of all, they selling clothing. Not one of them looks stylish to me. I'm like... They don't know their audience. Selling? Oh my, but can I just They're say... They're dated. The, 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 the way the it was filmed, like instead of everybody typing it in... I like how they kind of did like a little white quiet room or black mm-hmm. quiet room and everybody's like circling around in a little panel oh or whatever, gosh. a circle table. I thought that was like really interesting how they filmed to that. To show the digital yeah, space like, like in a more really realistic talking way. like it too. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh, that was funny. BRB, like be right back. I was like, it was just, so that funny. was cool. It was yeah. really different. Mm-hmm. It was really, very, very good job. Uh, I want to definitely, Netflix the, Netflix, the creators, the mm-hmm. writers, amazing job with uh, that and how they put that whole thing together. I like what they did there. <laughs> That's Kay Cannon, the writer there, um, and she—I think she does a great job. And I also want to say shout out to the people who put the music together. I think yeah. the music in this series <laughs> the music is, is so fun. Amazing! <laughs> Love the music. Oh my gosh, that was so funny. So, um, so we actually did hear them. They were trying to basically knock down Sophia's nasty girl vintage. They didn't want her to be a part of the group anymore, girl. the former anymore. And they was trying every way possible to make as many bad comments so they can basically turn away her clients or her customers because she was stealing all their customers. Let's be real. She's booming Haters. on eBay right now Haters. and they want to block that from happening. Mm-hmm. So you see Annie's trying to protect her best friend and she's like logging on and like under a fake screen name and protecting her best friend. Like, no, nasty girl is great customer service. Right. The clothing is great. It's a reasonable price right. like she's backing up her friend and I love seeing it and I like Annie I love Annie I like Annie. Annie's such an authentic no. character and speaking of you know Annie Annie's got a lot going on this episode too yeah. but before I mean honestly it looks like the haters are starting to win they're starting to, to, to pile up on <laughs> Sophia and then if you watch the end of this episode we're not gonna we're not gonna talk about it yet we we see what happens but before that Annie you know that there's a lot going on with her you know she's a hard worker we yeah. love her authenticity but there are also other people that love her too you know the job that she currently works at they just gave her a promotion Mm -hmm. you know to be manager and she's torn between should i take this job as a manager or should i work with my best friend doing nasty gal yeah what's your ladies think about that um i thought that was wow because here it is you have a job that's guaranteed money, right? Mm-hmm. And then you have a job that's a possibility of making money, but you're you loving helping your friend. Um, you have more creative control. But she knows that it's making money because she sees the money that Sophia's making. Yeah, but it's a difference when it's something that has like benefits and everything for something that mm-hmm. don't have benefits or nothing like that. But right. she, I think it's more so for her, she enjoys helping out her friend and she enjoys that creative control. Mm-hmm. Um, and maybe even more so the flexibility and the freedom of things. Like she said, I love makeup, but I do really like this too. Right, so she's I, good at it. She's good. She's really good at it. She had a little dream about how far she can go with things and, and man, Sophia made me mad because like... She pissed me she, off. Can we just yeah. go ahead and talk about it? Yes, girl. Let's get she into didn't it. Even, she mention one thing about Annie. So Annie, if, if you guys don't mind, so if Annie, to me she's a fascinating character because she lets in this one little you know, she's very conservative sometimes. She lets in this one little sentence where she says... I'm not sure I want a career before marriage because I'm afraid it will make me unmarriable. Mm. And she pretends like she's joking, but then she gives a look like she's not. So it's interesting because she's she's really loves to be, mm. be 
and so I'm surprised that Sophia gets threatened by her. She loves to be the background support, you know, and she can do everything from shipping to PR yeah, to can. communications to inventory to organizing. And she can do absolutely, she's so smart. I don't even think she realizes yep. how smart she is. But she has this conservative backseat side to her. So I don't know, what, what did you guys think about that comment about oh, I'm marriage? so glad that you mentioned that because I think that, again, the writers do a really good job with showing the insecurities that some women have that prevent them from being girl bosses mm. or that prevent them from following their dreams That's because of all these what ifs. You know, I think you just said a great one, Elizabeth, with that comment about, you know, getting married. There are so many women where they're grown up to, to, to well, you know, first you have to get married and you yeah. have to do all these things first instead of moving to the beat of your own oh, damn drum. Yeah. Okay. You know, which is what I Sophia, you know, which is what Sophia's character's character does. But Annie, you've got this super talented young lady that's good at all these different things but she questions herself and her abilities simply i mean honestly i think it's fear i think that all of these things are just coming from fear i don't know it's really funny to me too because when we first met annie she seemed like just a one night stand type of girl she didn't even seem like a relationship type of girl and um now her role is like kind of being flipped and I, i think that's really interesting how they're doing that contrast with her um, but I, I don't know. I, you brought up a good point. I didn't even hear that in the episode. Maybe I was like in my own little world, but I didn't hear that. But now that you say that, it's it's it kind of struck a chord with me because so many women actually put marriage life over themselves or over their career or what they're actually yeah. capable of doing. And it's like this lifetime, you because only you feel live like you have once. To choose. And it's like forget what society. Society is telling you, like you said, to get married to the right. But also society is telling you that the man have to be the breadwinner, the man has to do this, the man right. has to do that, the woman have to stay home. You this day and age you can do everything you want to do at one time. Right. So I don't even think So so many women feel like they have to choose, you know, and I'm I don't gonna know be honest. Why. At one point in time I, I was one of those women that felt like I had to choose really? and unfortunately, you know, I was in a, in a position I didn't choose my relationship mm-hmm. you know and, and honestly that is the reality for a lot of people do I have to choose because maybe their partner may not want to compromise or they may not be on the same page it's just so many things that go into that mm-hmm. that women have to face you know taking care of the kids you know taking care of your husband it's just so many things that are put into that so I think this was really interesting a great conversation starter for women to have yeah, yeah. she's so young though She's, she's young, but she's still she's like twenty three, twenty four. So a lot of people, a lot of cultures, they a lot get of the women early. start. Yeah, they get married early. They start having kids at a very young age. Yeah. And if you think about it, twenty three, twenty four is about the average age that a lot of women are getting married today. Ooh, child. That's it's the truth, though. It's wow. the truth. I'm 25 and I'm fabulous <laughs> and fly. Honey, ain't thinking about no marriage right now. Right. And you know who's definitely not thinking about marriage Sophia, right now? That that's is why, Sophia. That's why sometimes 50 50, she's my girl sometimes, and sometimes I look at her sideways. Because I, I like, appreciate oh, her some, mindset sometimes. I, as like I said, sometimes I love her, and then sometimes I look at her sideways because it's like I, I, I appreciate her wanting to do everything for herself. I think no matter what, as we've seen so far, the one thing that she's sure of is her company so far. Mm-hmm. She's, she's so she's, confident. She can be mean and nasty, rude, vindictive, um, manipulating sometimes to other people, selfish towards other people, but she takes her time when it comes to her customers and her brand. Yes, that's and true, like, but what she needs to do is she needs to value 
her friend Annie a she little do more. Need a bite. She do I, I was really pissed her, off. Honestly. I thought it was amazing when Annie was stepped up. It was definitely a slap in the face when Annie stepped up and was like, "Hey, I think we can do this together." Because I agree. You know, that's the issue is that Sophia thinks that she can do it alone. And I get it, Sophia. You know, you've had all these issues, and you know, your mom left when you were twelve, and you can't talk to your dad. But baby girl, again, this is where you got to put those big girl pants back mm-hmm. on, and you got to think bigger picture. And she's not doing that right now. Yeah, you think it's ego. Absolutely. I, I think part of it is, I, I hate to say this, but a, a little bit of cruelty. I mean, I'm just going to quote here verbatim. She says, there's no job for you here. Now, you'd have to be that blind is, as a bat to not see that yeah. her gal pal, Annie, is like doing it all. She is. You know, doing, do, cleaning up behind Sophia, you know? And Sophia runs rampant with the vision, and I totally respect that, girl, girl boss after my own heart. But Annie's like making it all happen yeah. behind her. She says, there's no job for you here. And she says, an intern could do what you do. Wow. And you're replaceable. You're replaceable. You're replaceable. Oh. That's what hurt me when she said you're replaceable. And that's so not true. When you have people that work for you, people are not replaceable. And that's the thing. I think, that, like, for, for me, like, that's your friend. with my company, like, I, it's so important that I feel like you value the people that work for you. Because when you value them and you treat them right, they, they come and they work for you. Exactly. They come and they work for you. For you, and that's what Annie. The Annie's doing it for all the right reasons, but Sophia's trying to be selfish. She's trying to make it about money right now. Yeah, and I think also I, the only reason why I say I think it may be a little bit about ego because she kept saying this is my business. Like, mine, she wants mine, me to know mine, this mine, is mine, mine, mine. Mm-hmm. And it's like, yeah, your name. Even and that's what kind of how I felt about her father putting his name on the thing. She's like, no, this is my business. Your name don't have to be ego. on it. But it's like you don't have to keep when something is yours. Everyone will know it without you even having to say it. You know what Wait, I'm saying? They already do. So it's like I, I just. Just didn't understand that more so importantly you can't do anything by yourself you need a good solid team right and um to say that to your best friend your best friend it's but like you know she, what her oh best friend gosh. said the right words to her fuck you yeah that's what she said she said fuck you and you know what i applauded her yeah. every the whole entire time when that whole scene was going was going on and i was like you know what you damn right annie Screw you, Sophia. Mm-hmm. That's how you feel. Screw you. Yeah. But this is what I found interesting. Yeah. So, you know, Sophia Amoroso, she actually prides herself um, from being kind to everybody, matter if they're the janitor, the assistant, whoever. She likes to be kind to everyone because you never know what position they may hail later on in the future. Mm-hmm. So you see this contrast in uh, this Sophia Marlowe character, and she's the opposite. And I wonder what Netflix was actually getting at with having the different last mm-hmm. names. Is that why they didn't want us to think that this was actually Sophia's story and that she was actually nasty right. and rude to certain people? Um, you know, I, I really want to know why they did that difference between the two last names. What you think, Elizabeth? Well, I'm not sure, but it kind of threw me because I didn't see the Marlowe coming and I was like, yeah. have I misunderstood something? <laughs> it kind of threw me. Uh, I, you know, you make up a, a great point because, you know, they, they do say in the beginning, this is a loose telling of the tale, mm-hmm. very loose. So they do let us know early on that it's really not her life step by step. But maybe they're trying to distance themselves a little bit here. Uh, I also want to say I'm super proud of Annie, not just because she says, all right, I'm out of here. But because she takes the hard stance and she says, I'm out of our relationship, mm-hmm. I quit us which is so hard to hear, but when your best friend says you're replaceable, she's wow. not just saying you're replaceable mm-hmm. at work. She's saying, I don't care about you. Yep. And when people treat you like that, another Maya Angelou quote, yep. when people show you who they are, you, you have to believe, believe them. So, them. You believe them. 
Girl. <laughs> yes. What, what they say? Uh, fool me once, shame on uh, me. No, fool me once, shame on you. Fe- sh- fool, fool me, me twice, twice shame, shame on me. me. Yes. And no, and you teach people how to treat you, and yes. so you have to stand up for yourself. In fact, last week we were talking about it. My girl boss mantra was: you'll never regret sticking up for yourself. And when someone treats you that bad, like Sophia did. You got to stick up for yourself, and that might mean yes. leaving. Yes, and sticking up and leaving is exactly what Annie's character did in this big fight. was True. very, very hurtful and very unfortunate. But, guys, what we have to do at this time is we have to give our predictions yeah. for next week. We're going to give some predictions. So, Elizabeth, let's start, start with you, babe. Girl Boss E! <laughs> well, so we end this episode with eBay yes. putting her out. So, Ooh. I... And, and, you know, I, we kind of saw it coming because she treated Shane poorly and then she treated Annie poorly. So I knew she was just going to get smacked upside the head. So I think we're going to see her scramble to save her business because right now without eBay, she can't sell anything. So we're going to see her make that shift from eBay to her own nasty gal place. Uh, but I don't know how it's going to go down with Annie just because I think she's going to get business back on track because we know the story. I don't know that Annie's going to be as easy as the business, so we'll have to see how that plays out. I think it's actually really, really funny that she got kicked out of eBay, mm-hmm. and uh, this is the reason why her website actually came about so early, because her website wasn't planned to come out until a few years later. So she had no choice but to put her website out in order to you know, keep her customer, clientele, everything going. Uh, my predictions? I think that her mama is going to show up. What? And, mm-hmm, <laughs> I don't know if it's going to be episode 11 or episode 12, but I know her mom is going to show up and make an appearance. Interesting. I'm interested to see what that conversation is going to go about. Um, Maybe her mom will give her a little bit of peace of, you know, why she peace left the way that she left mm-hmm. um, so that she can understand her life forward and moving forward. She won't be so nasty, so kind, so selfish, so vindictive. Right. She'll have a change of heart and continue on nasty girl with, you know, a new way of thinking, a new mind, a new outlook. I- I'm hoping for that. Ah, for ladies, yeah. great predictions. <laughs> now, the one thing I have to say is the great thing about girl bosses all over the world is that just because something goes wrong doesn't mean that we don't know how to bounce back. Oh, yeah. And that's what back, that's what we've seen a lot throughout this season with uh, Sophia's character is it's her ability to bounce back. Mm-hmm. So I'm really excited, just like you uh, mentioned, Dominique, to see what happens with you know the fact that now eBay says, look, you are suspended indefinitely, mm-hmm. and what is she gonna do? You yeah. know, how much time is it gonna take for her to pull it all together? Yeah. Is she gonna try and do it by herself? So, is she gonna throw? You know, is she is she gonna you know just say, hey, you know what, Annie, I'm sorry. Is she gonna suck it I'm up sorry, and girl. apologize to her <laughs> and say, hey, girl, let's do this? together let's work together she's gonna put her pride to the side i don't, really mean it. I don't know what it's what it is that you keep thinking her mom is gonna come back i don't know about that i can't see it but what i am seeing is that i really really hope that she puts her pride to the side and that she and that she allows annie to take this business to the next level with her yeah Yes. Now, ladies, great predictions. Yeah, yeah. Now, one more thing I do want to do, and and this is what we try to do every single show, guys, is we try to give you some fun facts um, to kind of enlighten you and educate you on things that you may not know about Sophia and the Nasty Girl brand. Well, actually, the fun facts actually collaborated in with the conversation, so it was such a smooth transition. Okay, I like how you did that. I didn't even see that, did (laughs) y'all? But actually, um, I did went ahead and went through with the fun facts, but another thing I was actually thinking when you was closing out was the difference between the actual book and the actual story okay so the book for me was more of a, a guide like a how-to guide how to become successful how mm-hmm. to make this happen how to do that and I think with the actual story it is a loose telling but it's more funny it's more edgy you know you get in the background story but in a 
exaggeration way. Okay. So I, I, I appreciate that, what they're doing here. But uh, yeah, send my fun facts, girl. Okay. <laughs> All right. But well, we got contests because I want the contest. We do have contests. Miss Elizabeth, do you want to share the contest with our fans? Oh, my word. Well, okay. <laughs> so Mina's been running this contest for us. And so what you have to do, everybody, and we're going to pick at the very last show, yeah. which will be the very last after show, which will be May, June 6th. So dress up in your girl boss outfit, and that might be the thing that makes you feel sexy or the thing that makes you feel powerful or the things that make you just think, okay, I'm going to walk into the room and everyone's head's going to turn because I rock it. Whatever it is, show us your outfit and and on Instagram, please, and hashtag ABTV Girl Boss, yes. After Buzz TV Girl Boss, and tell us why you love that outfit. And at the end, we're going to pick the very best outfits with the very best uh, sayings attached to them, and we're going to read them on air, and you might be winning something special. Yes, and that something Yay. special is going to be the opportunity to come on air with us for season two and to be one of our very special guests. But you can also look forward to us, the Girl Boss uh, hosts, yeah. posting our great. Uh, outfits and, and videos of our wardrobes and telling you why it makes us the girl boss that we are today. Now, ladies, before we close out, do you want to leave our viewers with any final um, sayings or things? We love you. We love you all, girl boss. And I just want to say thank you to everybody on Twitter who responds back to us, who mm -hmm. mentions us, and th they like the show. So many people say that they really, really enjoy um, how much we are personal and share a little bit of ourselves. So many people say we drive them to even binge watch the season. So we just thank you so very much. Continue to support us and um, just join in on that contest. Yes, <laughs> yes. Anything for I, you, I would like Elizabeth. to say to our guests who are watching, our viewers who are watching, if any of you have any stories about how men underestimated you and you went on to yes. kick ass, I'd love to hear it. Yes. Uh, yes, I would love to hear it too. We would all love to hear yeah, it. Sure, I want to hear y'all stories. Listen, we want to hear all of it. And I'm also... Most importantly, ladies, one of the things that I want to leave you with is that your gifts will make room for you. I, for me, when I think about Sophia and, and her struggle and everything that she's been through and even a little bit of my own, um, your gifts will always make room for you. As long as you have faith and as long as you put in the work, yeah. they can't help but make room for you. Um, also, I just want to tell you that, you know, I just want us all to continue to pray for the victims um, that lost their lives yesterday. And yeah. if we can just all continue to send love and support, you know, not just in times of need but just on a consistent basis because mm -hmm. you know like it's very important that we value the people that are in our lives while they're in our lives you know before something crazy happens yes. okay so again That's thank you guys true. so much for <laughs> tuning in to another great episode of Girl, Girl Boss on AfterBuzz TV I am your host Miss Candy Marie and you can find me on Instagram at Miss Candy Marie and on Twitter at Sweet Kendor TV what's up what's up what's up and I'm Dominique Sarita and you can buzz me on Instagram and Twitter at Dominique Sarita Rita. Make sure you download our podcast on iTunes. It is free 99 and join us every Tuesday at 5 p.m. Everybody, if you want to find me, you can find me on Instagram and Twitter at DinnerPartyCHGO. And you can check out my celeb interviews at TheDinnerParty.TV. See you next week. TV. See you later, girl bosses. Bye, ladies. <laughs> From executive producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV Network. 
To watch or listen to other after shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later! The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.